I think this song is going to get a whole lot of airplay over the next (laughs) week or so. Aqua and Barbie Girl setting the tone. You've heard that the Barbie movie is coming out at a theater near you. Some of the theaters are actually sold out. And even if you have no interest in Barbies, I get that. But I'll bet you know someone who has maybe a Barbie collection, Mm -hmm. like me in the basement. Uh, I call them free-range Barbies because I didn't have them... I had them as actual toys. I didn't have them to save in a box for later. Uh, but this made me think of, well, if I'm rooting around in my boxes and finding toys, there's such an emotional connection. People save toys. Yes, so, they do. So what do you have in your collection? You're welcome to share on the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. And we're going to share some of our toy collections. Uh, but I want to welcome into the WTMJ studio someone who has a big passion for toys, so much so that he has his own toy store. Welcome, Henry Smith of the Toy Dimension. Thank you. In your store, 60th and North, you've been there for a while. Uh, almost 25 years. What do you love about having a toy store? Uh, it's it's fun. I just I, I enjoy collecting, and and it's and it's really cool when I when kids come in and their eyes open wide and they can't. They can't take it all in because there's so much of it, and what? they get they get giddy. Good. So, I gotta think that's kind of contagious. Well, yeah, it's it it is. It's it's one of those things that, um, if that if it was a shop like this when I was a kid, I'd have gotten straight A's in school to get an allowance so I can come to a store like this. You started the store 25 years ago. Back then, what was what was the big toy as compared to today? If somebody came into Toy Dimension, um, actually. Probably before I opened, a few years before that would have been Power Rangers. Okay. When Power Rangers hit, it hit with it hit with a vengeance. Uh, now Power Rangers is is old toys are very highly collectible, hmm. and um, during the craze, there were people that were buying these things and putting them away, thinking, "Oh, I can send my kid to college, college with this," <laughs> but um, not so much. Yeah, we. Uh, my wife uh, thought that was going to be college and retirement with the Beanie Babies, and oh, that yeah. did not happen. Yeah, Beanie Babies kind of, kind of went south for the most part. <laughs> but as far as collectors, because I think people still enjoy them. We just had well, Joyce from Milwaukee right. uh, well, call yeah. in, and, and okay. she's she specializes in Beanie Babies. That's her. Well, yeah, that's her life. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I get, I get phone calls. Periodically, people want to have Beanie Babies they want to sell. And I just, I mean, I mean I've had a few of them in the store, stuff that would, if I get into a collection of stuff, and so maybe some Beanie Babies in there. And I mark them cheap just to sell them, get, you know, get rid of them, because I just, like I said, it, I don't really have um, a market for those. When people come into the store, are they... Kids that want to buy a toy to play with, or are they adults who are looking for something to either add to their collection or pick up something that I never got this when I was seven? I got to get it now. It's mostly um, the people, the thirty-something-year-olds, come in to try to find the toy they used to have when they, when they were when they were kids. And it, if it isn't Star Wars, it's the small GI Joe figures. Um, you know, the play sets and, um, there's so many things, you know, from, uh, turtles, uh, was another big one. 
and Transformers is, is another huge collectible. I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shaving kit <laughs> that I held on to in the box for a long time. I should have brought that in today to show yeah. you and see if wow. that was worth it. I think it's unique. Well, it's definitely unique. Yeah, that's <laughs> But is it worth anything? Uh, it probably has value to it. Oh, I thought that we were, is the I kind the of ringtone. Yeah, that is the kind of ringtone you want Henry Smith to have of the yeah. toy dimension. <laughs> like, oh yes. my goodness. Henry, yeah. when people walk into your store, what do they see? When they walk into my store, the first thing they see is they'll see an entire wall filled with Star Wars figures. And that's on the right side of the, of the room. And on the left side, they'll see, um, these figures called Marvel Legends. They're, um, they're six inch figures on, on, on uh, Marvel characters. And, and on the shelves up on top, I have, um, a wide selection of big vehicles for the Star Wars figures. So it's kind of all over the board. And, and actually, Behind the uh, behind the counter behind me, I have about I'd say about eight feet long shelves behind me that I have loose figures on, and it's always um, a test to see when I come in, open up to see what figure decide to commit suicide. You know. Show. Oh, yeah. So, and actually, take a jump. Yeah, well, yeah, it's jumping. Yeah, um, but it's um, it's 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 fun. But like I said, it's uh, the thing is, I want to dazzle people when they walk in the door that they completely they they, they their jaws drop to see. They're trying to look in. You try to cover the entire room in one look. And then they get kind of like, oh, I used to have this when I was a kid. And they keep you know, looking and they're just, they're in awe. Truly yeah. like a kid in a candy store. Literally, yes. But a kid in a toy store. We're going to join, we're going to hear more from toy expert and enthusiast Henry Smith of the Toy Dimension. And we want to know what toys you have in your A lot of interesting text boxes, yes, and we'll find out uh, if they have sentimental value or maybe some monetary value. So uh, share with us your toys at the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. Back with more on WTMJ Now. What is in that box in your basement or your attic? Or the garage. That is a tricky question. The, you're, those, you're talking about toys? Yes, I'm talking oh. about toys, those <laughs> sentimental things that you hold on to, maybe for sentimental value, or maybe you hope that you're holding on to it just long enough that it's become a collector's item. We are taking your texts and, and phone calls at the Old National Bank Talking Text Line, 855-616-1620. Let us know what's in your collection. Uh, and if you're curious about what it costs... We can always ask our toy expert. We have Henry Smith from the Toy Dimension Store in the studio with us. And, Brian, you found something on the old National Bank talking text line. I did, because, Henry, you've talked about, a lot about Star Wars and Star Trek and action figures. Somebody in the 414 says her husband bought her a Star Trek Barbie and Ken years ago. It's still in the box uh, next to her Starship Enterprise technical manual. Uh, wow. So, so the Star Trek Barbie and Ken, and then maybe the Star Trek Technical Manual. What do you think of those two things? Uh, technical Manuals uh, is kind of a cool item. Because yeah. it's something that um, um, they did um, 
I want to say those technical manuals came out in the, I want to say the early 70s maybe. Okay. And, um, and actually during that time, right before they did the motion picture movie, um, there was a plethora of uh, novels they put out. I mean, there was a, just a whole bunch of novels they put out. Is it worth anything? It's worth something. It's probably about twenty bucks. What about the uh, Star Trek Barbie and Ken? Um, sixty to seventy-five. Ah. Each or is the pair? The pair. The pair. The pair. Okay. Yeah, the pair. And do things have to absolutely be pristine in the box, uh, mint condition? Yeah, they have to be. Um, if they're in the box, it has to be in perfect condition because there's a lot of collectors that are very, very picky. Wow. And that. Um, if it's, if the packaging has wrinkles or dents, that brings the value down big time. I would just think having the item itself would be worth having in a collection. Well, that the packaging wouldn't there, need to be so there's some, perfect. Actually, there are some items that um, people buy. Like, say, for instance, if they end up planning a a vintage Star Wars figure on the cart, and say the uh, the cart the problem with the vintage Star Wars figures. Is the is very hard to find a clear bubble? Oh, okay, because those plastic, yeah. the plastic because those suckers yellow pretty big, <laughs> and um, and then the guys will buy the figure if they don't have the figure just to have it on the card. Well, because it, it's so funny because they were built. That packaging wasn't built to last. No, it was no, built it so you torn get open. the toy <laughs> no, and play, well, exactly tear it open no, and start it, playing. And with actually, it. that's funny because. Uh, prior to um, Kenner, uh, when when uh, Lucas decided to do the you know put out the toy line, um, there was another toy company that put their bid in to do the figures, and every collector is very happy that it didn't go through. It was um, a toy company called Mego okay. that they did um, they did these five to six inch figures that were kind of um they were like small cloth G.I. Joe posable figures and they did a they did Marvel and DC figures. Um they also got the license to do Planet of the Ape figures yeah. and it's very collectible. Ah. And the thing is is that um the problem is is that the Mego line is that the plastic would break very easy, and actually the the, the figures would yellow Ugh. over a period of time. So the thing is, if, if so, if Miguel had gotten a license back in the day, you'd be lucky to find a a figure in decent shape. I figure you, a lot of these figures are not in danger of getting yellowed because they're in boxes they are beat up. and buried. You mentioned uh, G.I. Joe's Jim and Cedarberg text in on the old National Bank Talk text line. You can, too. Uh, he's got his G.I. Joe collection from the 60s. Now, we know I'm old enough to remember those G.I. Joe's were yes. 12 inches. They 12 came inches, in the box. Yeah. He in says box. he also has a wood gear box that's worth about 75 bucks. Okay. Uh, if you have good G.I. Joe's, I know we were talking about Barbie and action yeah. figures, but there's G.I. Joe's the original yeah, the action the, figure. The originals, yeah, the original action figure and... Those can go for some money, especially if they have the ones that have uh, um, 
the lifelike hair. And those <laughs> I remember came, the beards. Yeah, the, the beards and lifelike, and those, those came a little later. And then you got the ones the. What about the kung fu grip? Kung fu grip. That's <laughs> that's a that's a popular one. But actually, the ones that are very popular or very collectible are the, um, the other military ones they did. Right. Yeah. They had different for every branch of the service. Every branch of service. They had the frogman one. There were. Oh, yeah. There were a ton. Oh yeah, there was. They they expand quite a bit, and then when they get into some of those um, odd items like um, the mummy's curse and things like that, those are you know very collectible too. You um, had three rules for yeah, collectors, Henry. Three the rules to be a collect. Actually, it's four rules. Uh oh. Okay. The first rule: you have to have room. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. And shelf space. See, yeah, room. You have to have money. Makes sense. And you have to have time. Yeah. And you have to have a very understanding spouse. <laughs> if you don't have, and actually, I know a few guys who have all those, but it's very rare because the one thing about collecting, you can invest a lot of time in. I mean, it's something that, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great hobby. It's just that you've got to, if you really want to collect, you've got to, if, if you find an item you want to stick, you know, you want to collect, I've got, I've got friends who, I got a friend who collected everything on Spider-Man and he'd be the, he'd be the kind of the expert on it. And another friend who collected stuff on the six million dollar man. Oh, gee. And, the, and the funny thing is, is when he was buying, the the figures the basic figures he was picking those up for and this was maybe 20 plus years ago he's picking up figures for five dollars in the box because a lot of guys weren't really right. buying those but then what happened as time went on they became they started to become collectibles and then the the basic ones were going the basic ones goes for maybe 150 or more now and there was a third issue, which is super rare, and that's the most expensive one. That goes for, can go for up to three hundred dollars. Nice. And the most expensive item in the in the six million dollar man collection is the uh, space probe. <laughs> and right. that, if you find one in a, if you find one, you can pretty much if you you got so you can pretty much get. A lot of money for it because it's it's something you don't see that. How often. much is a lot of money? Um, just I, a ballpark. I don't have a space probe, I so see, I, I don't either. Not I see yet. about a thousand dollars. Wow, a thousand dollars more wow. with Henry Smith. We're going to do a quick hit going down your favorite categories of your sentimental toys. Going down the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty and some toys that our Good Karma Brands uh, teammates have been collecting. We're going to do rapid fire round with Henry boom, Smith boom, boom. to find out if they're collectible or just sentimental. Stay with us on WTMJ Now. I'm Sandy Max, and guest co-hosting with me today is Brian Noonan as Steve Scafidi's on vacation, and we've been talking toy collection because yeah. of the Barbie sensational movie. A lot of people are getting back into the boxes in their basements and attics and finding things, including me. If you go to WTMJ.com on the video stream, <laughs> uh, you can see some of my... Uh, I call them free-range Barbies because we've learned from Henry Smith from the Toy Dimension Store, who's with us. Uh, you got to have them in the packaging. Those have if been you played think with. They're collectible, yes, including my Sean Cassidy doll. 
Um, so, yes, I have played with these free-range Barbies. Wow. Uh, but, Brian, you brought in a Barbie that you got. I did. This, this is amazing. This is uh, Convention 2000. It is the Barbie that was presented to delegates at the Democratic National Convention in Los Angeles, August 14th through 17th, 2000. Um, Henry, you, you looked at this before. You said maybe... Uh, Maybe there's a little. I'm not going to be able to. I might be able to get dinner with this. Uh, one. Yeah, like seventy five bucks. You said yeah, seventy five bucks. But you got to find that right person. Yeah, that exactly. It. That it's sounds like a lot box. to me. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing about uh, about collecting. You have to have that one thing that people. Oh, I got to. I got to buy that. I got to buy that. And yeah, uh, it's. I mean, sometimes it's, it, it's hit or miss. Yeah. Finding the right buyer. So we're going to go just kind of flash round. Okay. You tell us if it's collectible or if it's just, nah, just, just play with it. It's sentimental. Hot Wheels. Collectible. Okay. Uh, something that Charlie brought in and he damaged <laughs> the packaging because he peeled off the price tag. Something called Briar and it's uh, ra- horse racing figurines. Yeah. He can just play with I that. I didn't even think those, okay. those were a thing. American Girl Dolls. Our, we have several teammates. Emily, uh, John Mercure's daughter still have American mm-hmm. dolls. Uh, American yeah. girl dolls. Well, if they're in a packaging, there, you know, there's a there's a fan base. Okay, My Little Ponies. Oh yeah, that's a big one. What about coins and quarters? Layla, uh, one of our teammates. Uh, coins, yeah, that's okay. Well, coins are always good. Uh, uh, yeah. Our teammate Tiff used to work at the Disney store, yeah. and they had plush animals, mm-hmm. Mickey's and Minnie's of. Disney's right. like in the little uniform with the khaki pants and everything. Collectible? Um, yeah. I mean, there are people who collect. Uh, um, they collect Disney stuff. Okay. Uh, Greg Scalzo, another teammate of ours on ESPN Milwaukee. Uh, he still has wrestling dolls that he used to play with, like Stone Cold oh, Steve Austin. The wrestling, wrestling action figures. Wrestling action figures are hot. And the nice thing about wrestling figures is that there's a huge market for these for kids. I okay. had um. A kid in my shop yesterday who bought two wrestling figures I had, and it's it's as a thing is that they're very very popular. The nice thing about wrestling figures you if you find them in the stores, they're still pretty they're inex, inexpensive. Yeah. So they're um they're you know they're affordable for kids to get. They're around most of them are around um, ten bucks, maybe up to twelve. But we had a texter. We had a texter asking about those too. Uh, how in about, the box, though, I'm assuming they still need to be in the box, Henry. They need to be in the, need to be in the box. They need to be in the box. What about? I'll, oh, I would say old metal Tonka trucks. That's yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Oh, really? Uh, Tonka trucks. Actually, Tonka trucks do have value. Um, it depends on what you know. Quality. What 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 is you know what yeah you know what it is and um con- conditions also because you find Tonka trucks that are probably you know. Like the old ones back when I was a kid, you know, they were made, you know, big metal. heavy metal ones. Big yeah. heavy metal ones. I still remember pointy edges. If you could hit your brother with one, it was serious oh, business. Oh, you're right. Um, actually, <laughs> actually I remember I had a. I was angry at my little brother, so I took his Tonka truck oh. and I had demolition derby with two of my friends in the neighborhood. By the end of the day, that <laughs> thing was was looked like a. It, it crushed it. I, That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more on my list, and then we'll go back to the okay. old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Uh, Adam Roberts in our newsroom, Thomas the Tank Engine Toys uh, Yeah, what he has. Collectible? Yeah, yeah they're collectible. Okay. 
All right, we've got some vintage stuff here, it sounds like, uh, from somebody in the 414. Bop the Beetle in the box. I guess Bop the Beetle is a game. Uh, Roy Rogers and Dale <gasps> Evans with their horses, and Sergeant Preston with his horse and his dog, Yukon King. Oh, that's those, my dad's age range. Those would be collectible, yeah. Definitely collectible? Definitely Very collectible, good. yeah. All right. A uh, lot of uh, number of texts about 60s Lionel trains and Aurora Electric slot car racing. Oh, yeah, those those have those are collectible. They have value. Now, on those, obviously, I would think like a Lionel train, somebody had it out, mm-hmm. but it's if it's back in the box, that's that's okay. I that's mean, okay, if it's yeah. been played with a little well, yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that's the thing. There's, there's a lot of um, toys are okay if they're out of the package. All right, I have one. Uh, I have... A Cabbage Patch doll from years ago when they did international. It's the Russian Cabbage Patch doll. Okay. I have all the passport, the birth certificate, the whole thing. It's not in the box, but it's got the hat and the boots, and, and it, it's and it has collectability to it. Ooh, it does more than my Barbie. Yeah. Ooh, and wow. It, yeah, definitely more than the Barbie, and, that, and that's see that's the thing with the Cabbage Patch dolls. Those definitely have value, just as much as. The other toy um, uh, around that time, not um, Teddy Ruxpin. Well, that tickle and, me uh, Elmo, tickle me Elmo. Oh yeah, that was a nightmare trying to find that for my daughter. Oh. <laughs> and I did find one. I was very thankful. That was like, I found one. Um, <laughs> we also, hope you uh, find. Uh, what did you say? Also, um, Care Bears. Oh, okay. Sure. Care Bears were 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 big, and um, you know, it's like, you know, those were one of those things that. I think took people by surprise. Yeah. The same thing like the cabbage pack figures. Dolls. Toy expert Henry Smith, what a pleasure having you in yes, the studio today. Oh, and thank you for having me. Talking yeah. toys. You can visit Henry in his store, the Toy Dimension at 60th and North, if you want to get your fix. Uh, certainly of Star Wars action figures, it sounds oh, like. Oh, Star yeah. Wars, Marvel, DC. If somebody here, they'll, they'll want to come in. Jeff and Fox Point, go to Henry's store. Black Hole figures, Buck Rogers, Battlestar Galactica, action figures. Um, so he's got all of those. He might be a, oh, cool. a guy you want to talk to. Oh, cool. Thanks to everyone who joined us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. I say play. Embrace the play. Yes. If you found these old toys, have some fun with them.